0: On today's episode of Infinity Sports, we're just gonna kind of see where the river takes us. We've got a couple of things, and we're just gonna get in the boat with no paddles and go. So hopefully, you guys stick around for the whole thing, or maybe there's a segment that you guys it's like. Slow sports
1: right? week, guys. Give us a break.
0: Super slow sports <laughs> week. We'll, we'll get to it right after this eight-second break. Welcome to Infinity Sports. I'm Wayne G. I'm joined as always by Robin. That is Sully. What's going on? It's good. And the Joker, Nick P. Oh.
2: <laughs> more like a more like a Riddler. I, yeah. I think I the, think the the Riddler, but not the Jim Carrey version, like the like original. That's the Carrey best one. No, it's Jim the only Carrey's one. There's ever been another one. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. There's the original Riddler from like the original Batman. Like like 1930
1: like when the exactly, yeah, exactly. I was wearing yeah. PJs? nah that ain't good yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the new yeah, one has, on the new Batman with uh, what's his name Robert Pattinson he, That's yeah. that's got the Riddler in it uh, that's like the main villain I guess the trailer looks really pretty decent who's going to be the Riddler um, I don't know damn
2: course, they, uh, they, they well, have we
1: should... yeah. well,
0: what's his name was going to be the Penguin I thought um, who's the Irish actor that I can't stand he's awful um
1: uh I mean shit. Oh
0: will uh not will Colin Farrell.
1: Oh, you don't like Colin Farrell? Oh,
0: he's why would
2: course. Colin Farrell be the penguin? That doesn't even make any sense. Paul oh, Dano uh,
1: is the Riddler.
0: Okay.
1: I have no idea who that is. Uh, yeah, you do. Um he's uh man, you know who he is. He's in a lot of stuff. I just don't know what he's in.
2: How could Colin Farrell be the penguin?
0: Because that's what they keep. And why them. would they
2: but why would they not have Danny DeVito? Why exactly?
0: Well, why wouldn't you have Jack Nicholson as if the Joker? You can't keep reprising wow, the same Jack role. Jack Nicholson.
2: Right I know, but Jack Nicholson's a bit old. So is Danny DeVito. No, <laughs> what do you think? He's a surprise chicken. Nick. He's like eighteen yeah, years I'll old. Tell you, I'll tell you right now how old Danny DeVito is. Now that yeah. I want, he's seventy-six. That's not that old. No, oh, no, he yeah, could be an older. Uh, he could be a seasoned penguin.
0: He could do all his own stunts. Yeah, that's what what I mean. Why not? this guy in that you would know?
1: I mean, he was in There Will Be Blood. Yeah. He was the uh, the um, the guy who comes to see him about the land, the kid who comes to see him oh, about Oh, yeah, that the
0: he beats land. with the bowling pin at the end?
1: Yes, that's Paul Dano. Oh, the, wow, the, the, okay. The, the the pastor or whatever, that's Paul Dano. He's going to be and the to
0: Yeah.
2: God, I actually don't mind that because he's a
1: really kind of creepy guy. So no, like, he's not.
2: Give me, I give me like it, a Tom Hardy Give me like a Tom Hardy or something. No, like that. Tom you Hardy's too mean? big,
1: way too big. And thick. You, Tom Hardy was Bane.
0: You remind me of Jesse when we used to do recast it, and he treated every recasting like he had a seven hundred million dollar budget.
1: Payroll? Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly.
0: Oh, all
2: right. Well, I mean, I don't know. They're the uh, Batman
1: movies, so they tend to grow The somewhat. other guy the other guy I think I'd like is the guy from uh um, If
2: I would have told you Heath Ledger Ford. was gonna be the was gonna be a joker initially, you guys probably we all probably would have been like, Why Heath Ledger? Why yeah, not? Somebody me in, else? Man,
0: because I would have said he would have been great.
1: Yeah, I, I think he I, said, I said Will well, Smith was well, a great he, genie. Well, he wasn't. He was a great genie, but that movie wasn't good. And it's no, no, no. It's a role that's impossible to live up to. Also,
0: yeah, you had to go into it forgetting about Robin Williams. You had
1: to. So like himself did very well. He could never do as good as Robin Williams. Like never. So I,
2: yeah, but because you're set up for failure in that situation, it's like the genie has to be Robin Williams, or you just don't have one.
1: Yeah, I mean that I that I kind of agree with. I don't think it's a movie that should have been live action remade. Also, Peter Pan. Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, that was anyway, already
1: right back. That movie was. Sorry. Fake. Oh, I know. We, oh, just sorry, a, we just went on. We just went You started play. this.
2: Yeah, you started this because you referred to me as the Joker, and I felt like more of a Riddler. But now I don't want to be either.
1: I think okay. you're more of a Joker than a Riddler. To be. Could honest. I be?
2: Could I be? Could I be somebody like? Could I be like? Can a you be the Jindler? comic? Could I? <laughs> could I be a different? <laughs> could I be like
1: Mister Freeze or something? Oh uh, no 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 uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Like yeah, that, was, that was the worst Batman.
2: Uh, well, I don't know. I think I think George Clooney was the best.
1: That, oh, really? I mean movie. <laughs> that was the worst Batman movie, but George Clooney's a dreamboat. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Ugh
0: <laughs> Well I say speaking because like you said, we did to get off the rails a little bit here, but speaking <laughs> of dreamboats, uh how about uh Greg McDermott, the head coach of Creighton? I know Nick was dying to talk about this uh topic, <laughs> which is um, you know, he's refers to his or he tells his players I'll read the quote right here. Uh, he gets suspended because he said, "Guys, we've got to stick together. We need both feet in. We need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation." And I feel like in this day and age as a college basketball coach, why would you ever use the word plantation in any setting whatsoever other than we're going to be visiting an old plantation.
1: <laughs> I don't understand why why that would even be his correlation. That essentially is saying I'm the slave master, you're the slaves. If you think that your program is a plantation and that's how you're referring it. Like that that's where I think the context is is bad. Like like for him to make even the reference of that it, it's just I mean even not in this day and age that's that's a ridiculous thing to think and stay just because of you go deeper into the context and like I said it 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 then leads to the the belief that well, he obviously sees his program as this plantation and he's this slave master driving these guys. And and again, I don't know, like, you know, defend the castle. Defend, like, there's so many other terms you can use. And for him to use plantation, I mean, it's just not even in this day and age, it's ridiculous. And in this day and age, honestly, I'm not a big fan of the cancel culture. This should cancel Greg McDermott's career, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with all that. I think five years ago he makes these same comments and no one bats an eye. Um, That's first and foremost. Five years
1: ago, the Clippers owner had to sell his team.
2: Yeah, but that was a completely different scenario.
1: I mean, he just made racial comments over a phone. I mean, but I wouldn't call the plantation thing a racial comment, right?
2: Like China has the most plantations by country in the world,
1: and they all coach in China.
2: Yeah. I understand, but I'm just saying a plantation isn't synonymous with slavery. Yes, it plantation- is. Yes,
1: in America, a plantation is slavery. It's synonymous Plantations- with slavery. Just because no, you don't not. think it is, I mean- because the masses, society thinks it is. And that was the argument yesterday we had. Right, 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 right. Society is Society is wrong. So wrong. Okay, then society is wrong. wrong in your other argument. And So that's a that's a fallacy. That told you it was a fallacy to say society di- dictates what you feel. All right. And you we don't, don't need to get right. it. I'm no, just saying.
2: because you're – it's false equivalence. We're not even talking about two of the same things. So <laughs> so anyway, um, while, we're, while we're back on topic here, not conflating two completely different arguments, um, plantations are literally like, literally still exist in, in the United States of America today. They still exist. Plantations still exist. They exist all over the world today. A plantation in and of itself. I realize what Sully's saying that like it is a stupid thing. I don't even know that it's stupid. I think it's just like, kind of like short-sighted to use the term, but I look at it like he didn't say it with a racial context behind it. He didn't have that intention behind it. I think it was a stupid thing that came to his head and he just happened to say it in a media type setting, right? And again, five years ago, we're
1: not even talking about this. So quick question then. So the, the literal definition is an area in which trees have been planted, especially for commercial purposes. Now, so you think that's what he meant? He That's, was not, the literal, to that's not
2: the literal. That's not. That's one of the literal. Uh, okay, so you of think it. that
1: that's what he was referring to? Is it's this, or was it the?
2: No, I think in a state in which crops such as coffee, sugar, tobacco are cultivated by residential labor.
1: Oh, okay. I think that's so exactly you think, what it is. You think That's what he was referring to. So when he well, says plantation, that he means hey guys, this is our crop producing thing, and let's go do like no. Like that's not what he meant, and you know he didn't. Like I understand plantation has a different meaning, and it doesn't necessarily mean a slavery driven whatever.
2: But right. in this
1: case, that's exactly what he's referring to. There's like there's no other way to make a reference. Like he's, he's not, not referring,
2: referring I don't think he's making himself I don't think he's trying to make himself out to be like I own these players. I think that's ridiculous. Uh, I mean I he probably will get fired, but I, I I think drawing the correlation to like he's some like bigoted racist because he made a stupid (laughs) remark in a, in in a, you know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I'm not calling it years ago. We're not five years ago, uh, United States of America before Trump. This doesn't happen.
0: See, I disagree because I do think of the connotation of plantation and I, uh, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt because I was like, all right, maybe he grew up in the South and there's plantations everywhere. Maybe he lived on one. He grew tomatoes. Why does it need
2: to be in the South? Where's Creighton?
0: Creighton is not in the south. That's why I was getting there. But yeah, Creighton is uh where is Creighton? Indiana,
2: Somewhere Illinois?
0: Somewhere up that no, way. No, I think
2: it, it, no uh, Creighton is Nebraska. Ooh.
0: It's in Nebraska. And he's from Iowa. So he didn't grow up anywhere really near like what I consider plantations. He grew up on farms. Up north we call them farms, you know. And he could have said stay on the farm. And I think nobody would have had a problem with it. You know, we all need to stay on the farm, and everyone's like, Oh, cool. So like a farmer and his family. But when you use the word plantation. It was such a bad word. I don't know. He didn't grow up around plantations. He never coached around plantations. He's always coached north of whatever the the Mason -Dixon Mason -Dixon Dixon line. Yeah, he's always coached north of that. He's always lived north of that. And to use the word plantation, I don't know where. And he even said himself, he came out with a statement and said, I've never used that term before. I don't know why I did it there. You know, right. I don't know either. It's such a bad word. Why would you use it? That's I a, think I'm not calling a him word. a
1: bigoted racist, too, but it is a bad word. Like, it just, it, it's, it's got a context. Like, why not use the word farm? Like, like it, it just has a, a context that, like. It, so if
2: it, I go buy a house down in Pinehurst, North Carolina, because I like playing golf, and I invite my friends and family down to visit, and I say, "You guys want to join me at my plantation home?" There, uh, which is exactly what they're called. People are going to start saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you have? Slaves on the property? While you're going to so, somebody plane? might, uh, say that, somebody might mean,
1: but but no, oh, a doubt, but he without didn't a say doubt. he didn't say, "Hey, let's stay on the plantation home." No, I can't have it people didn't.
0: leaving the plantation.
1: And he's not, and you're also not talking to a group of black men, predominantly black men, that you are leading. And that, like, like that you are a power figure over. It's all context here. Like I understand the word plantation doesn't necessarily have to do with slavery. But in the whole, the whole context, context it it. of things, it does. Like it really but does. The way that
2: he was, but the way that he was saying it was not to be synonymous with slavery or that he felt like he had ownership. He was but just I, saying I, he needs it. his players to not roam around to screw up with the whole COVID
0: right. thing. I think we understand what he was trying to say. I think it's just a poor choice of metaphor that he used because, again, like Sully's point, he is the guy running the team, and he's saying, I can't have my residential labor running away. <laughs> so, I he be fi-
2: so he should be fired for that?
0: I don't know. He's been suspended. Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay right. with the suspension. You know, um, He should be
2: fired for it?
0: I would look into the rest of his history if he has a history of it. I don't think he does, but if he does have a history of it, then yeah.
1: I think as the school, I I would move on just because I don't want to deal with it. I don't think he should never get a job again or anything like that. As the school, I would probably move on because it's easier. You don't have to worry about any of the backlash and maybe possibly losing recruits or anything like that. Um, But no, I don't think it should cancel his career if obviously if if nothing comes out deeper you know i don't think his players nobody's ever said anything about him you know we'll see what his players say in these in these upcoming you know i'm assuming weeks so but if i was the the university i would probably part ways just because it's easier
0: the university did say before making the decision to suspend him that they met with the players to get their thoughts on it
1: so
2: what do the players say
0: I, I couldn't find that.
1: least, yeah. yeah, I don't
0: think they said what they discussed. It was just behind closed doors. If we talk to the players, we feel like this is the best decision moving forward, is having him suspended. I think they're going to use the suspension time to look into if this is a first-time occurrence. And to Sully's point, yeah, they probably should cut ties with him because it is going to be an issue going forward. He, he's obviously a very good coach. He's been there for eleven years, Division One. I. I mean, he can go somewhere else and coach he to
1: a tournament. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, maybe well, now coach South Carolina, over- they can say Plantation all day long.
2: But <laughs> well, now this but now this falls him for his career right because we're going to we're going to land base this guy as he's going to be portrayed as a racist because he made a comment that maybe had that that can come across as racially incentive, incentive.
1: No, and, and again I think that's going a little far to just say he's being labeled as a racist. I don't think there's that because again if it comes out I think there
2: is that. If you read the comment section in the, like the sports center articles well, and stuff like that you, know you
1: have people-, people overreact like of course Nick like I mean there's there's plenty of dummies that are going to overreact and say, this guy is clearly a racist, blah, 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 blah. When in fact, man, he probably just misspoke in one sentence and in one word. And But again, as the, the school's feeling should be, hey, look, it's, it'll probably be easier. I don't think this will follow him around for his career as long as he has no other further history on it. I don't see this following around for his whole career. I
2: just think it's crazy that like I know it's it's subjective to the university and to the institution, but you have situations like even my beloved Penn State, who swept a literally child sex allegation under the rug for like a decade. And then you have like Rick Pitino buying hookers and cocaine for his basketball recruits being swept under the rug for years. And then something like this pops up. And all of a sudden now this guy's probably going to lose his job over it.
0: When those things popped up, what happened? Penn State removed all their statues of Joe Paterno. They they cut ties with Joe Sandusky. But it, it wasn't
2: popped... an immediate thing. It wasn't even close. But these sort of things, there's a zero tolerance for.
1: No, I think there's. I mean, to be fair, anybody who swept it under the rug
2: that's societal. That's societal. It has no. Well, anybody
1: do... who swept that other shit under the rug is a scumbag and a piece of piece of trash, in my opinion. And and they should all and hopefully they were punished to the full ability if you knew something was going on where these children were being taken advantage of and you didn't say anything, you're the scum of the earth, in my opinion. Yeah, right, but that's,
2: my my point is, my point is, those things went really long before anybody talked about them, whereas somebody makes some sort of, Potentially racially insensitive remark, and boom, we have to put a stop to this immediately. This we can't stand for this, and NCAA is all over it, like all this sort of stuff. I just think I think that that whole well, mindset is
1: absolutely. Well, I ridiculous. wish we would have done that forty years ago to Penn State. Yeah, I mean, well, it I, I wasn't is, over forty years, but, but you but, know yeah, what I'm saying. saying. For twenty, yeah. whatever, how long ago? I wish we would have nipped it in the butt then, and then we wouldn't have had however many victims these right. disgusting think- human beings had.
0: And I think it's a bad mindset to say, "Well, all this other stuff was swept under the rug at other universities. So let's just sweep this under the rug." Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. They have to address. But that's not what I'm saying. That's not what well, I'm, I'm saying. I know what I'm you're saying. It.
1: I do know. I agree. Every everybody's so quick to label somebody a racist now and essentially cancel them. And and I agree it's a little ridiculous. That's why I don't think if sh- he
2: would have what if he would have walked into the, If he would have had that same speech to his players or, or similar speech to his players. And he said, look, if any of you guys end up leaving campus and catching COVID, I'm going to shoot you. If that information leaked, they, everyone would take it as in jest. But because he said, don't get off the plantation. I mean, it's almost to the point Trump made during when he was running for president. Right. Like he could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square and not lose a vote. I mean, that's the reality. But if Trump says something that's racially insensi- in, 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 insensitive. Boom. That disqualifies you nowadays. That e- not even if it is racially insensitive. If it's, Just if, it, if a group of people could perceive it that way. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem with all this.
0: And I'm looking at each individual thing in a separate light, too. I'm not trying to group it all yeah. together because it gets too convoluted if you do that. I'm right, looking at it as right. well. The coach said something. I think it was a bad metaphor that he used. He thinks it was a bad metaphor that he used because he yeah, 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 for for sure. before he was suspended. Um and he's never used it before, according to him. So he feels it was a bad metaphor to use as well. I agree with the team suspending him and saying, "Listen, we just can't tolerate this kind of language." And if they decide to part ways with him, to Sully's point, I understand and I agree with that too because it's a business decision at that point. I like to your point, people are going to call him a racist, but I don't think that's because he gets loses his job. Are you telling me if they let him keep his job, if they don't suspend him, people going to be like, "Oh, he's not racist. They let him keep his job." It, they're still going to no, call no, him no, no, that. No. You know? No, so I'm sure. I'm
2: sure he'd rather he'd rather take those those sort of accusations employed.
0: Well, take them with <laughs> uh,
1: Again, I don't think it'd be too difficult for him to find a job.
0: Um, I mean, I don't but, know nowadays. Yeah, I don't I know that's, nowadays.
1: I, and I mean, honestly, I think it'll be obviously the, the other school will have to do their due diligence. They'll get in contact with Creighton and say, "Hey, look, why'd you let him go?" And Creighton, if all of this plays out the way we think it'll play out, um, and he doesn't have the history because I don't think he does. Um, we obviously could be completely wrong, but um, he, and he doesn't have the history. They'll, they'll reach out and say, Creighton will say, Hey, look, we, we didn't find anything in his history. We just had to part ways because of a business decision and he'll get another job and he'll have to win over those players. But I mean, He's a great coach. So I don't see, I don't know. I think he gets a job. I
2: just, I mean, I, I just don't think that there's any, any, any one of us on, in this conversation right now or anybody who's going to listen to this conversation can genuinely say that they haven't said something stupid or that could have been insensitive, or that somebody else could have deemed insensitive. Um, you know what I mean? I grew it's up just, with it, it,
1: Dave Chappelle and Clayton Bigsby. So. Or even the
2: office. Or even the office. Like,
1: you know, so, I mean, obviously we're a little desensitized to all of that. And, and right. we, a lot of people understand. Again, it's all context. Like, I had a friend of mine at work who got into an altercation with another guy because he jokingly, we say jokingly, uh, mentioned. A joke about fried chicken and and hey like you like and I can make that joke to my friend because I know him we have history and blah 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 this gentleman makes this and it does have racial undertones you know and he doesn't know him like that so they get into an altercation so I I think it is all like who you know and when you say things but like
0: but I, I think to Nick's point, too, I think that that could come back to bite you if it was you that said it, even though you know him and you have that relationship with him. If somebody else heard you say it to him, then right. it, it doesn't back matter. That's very true. That matter. is
1: very true. Yeah. And, you know, you it's it's a shame that you do always kind of have to be looking over your shoulder nowadays and, and worried. But, I mean, Dr. Seuss isn't safe. so
0: <laughs> He is not. <laughs> uh, uh, so I guess – Again, people should be following us on social media. I'll take this time to just say, listen, guys, follow us on Facebook. We've had 14,500 impressions and 4,500 reactions to our posts just this week. Um, get We're blown be part up. of that. It's,
1: it's, yeah. it's moving. It's moving, folks. Be a part yeah. of it. Uh, uh, we're very interactive, I promise. Nick is a lot of fun to argue with, I promise.
0: Su- super fun. <laughs> it shouldn't just be the two of yeah. us arguing with him. I know, it, should it shouldn't just
1: be me and Wayne <laughs> arguing with him all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, By all means, the more the merrier. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll
0: take. So what kind of blew up in our group chat as well as kind of blew up one of the things that created a lot of impressions and a lot of reactions on Facebook was I had posted uh, a meme from Jeremy Lin where Jeremy Lin had said something to the effect of... Uh, um, when athletes donate money from the salaries that they earn, no one seems to have a problem. When athletes speak from the platforms that they earn, we have problems. Double standard. Now, I posted this and I actually captioned it. Somebody needs to teach Jeremy Lin what a double standard is. And I think that blew up because people felt like I was attacking him or I was attacking his right to free speech, which we've talked about on the show. I, I'm not. You can <laughs> talk all you want. I'm just a grammar police guy. I go around on people's posts and I will <laughs> attack your grammar. And in this case, I thought that this was not a double standard at all. A double standard is when two people, two groups, two entities behave in the exact same manner but get treated differently for acting that way. That's a double standard. In this case, he's talking about one group, NBA players, who do two completely different things, and those two things get treated differently. Well, that's life. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I get treated differently. Uh, when but I they're drive not. Like but they're idiot. not
2: you. They're not, though. They're not two completely different things, because with the status, with with the work and the effort that they put in. And if you want to read the quote or I'm sure you're going to show the quote. So they earn salary that is indicative of the work that they put in. They earn that salary with that salary comes a level of exposure that the average person does not even come close to. I would argue that the average politician in this country doesn't even come close to. Jeremy Lynn is a name that's recognizable more than your state senator. So I, I mean, l- l- let's just call it what it is. So the fact that he's talking about earning and they're literally synonymous with one another, you can't, th- th- one doesn't come without the other. There's a double standard. We don't, y- he's right in the sense of they don't care we as fans or media don't care what they do to donate their money, but we do care about what they say and how they use that platform that they earn. To me, I understand what he's saying as a double standard. Now we get into the question now of the platform that they earn, right? Like to me, that's like a self-righteousness entitlement sort of mentality that society helps perpetuate for these people. But I mean, I don't know. I I don't, I don't look at like the whole grammar thing. I understood exactly what he was saying. Um, I thought, I I mean, I think it's ridiculous. I think we hold way too much weight in athletes' opinions and views on things that are matters outside of sports.
1: Um, See, like, this is what's tough is because like, we agree that, um, so in that sentence where you say we hold their opinions too highly, you're essentially like shitting on his platform. And uh, and saying like, look, you can say it, but I don't hold what you say important. Um, so, like, I, yeah, I don't know. That is what I'm saying. Okay. That is what I'm saying. Um, so, so it's it's difficult to me because I don't think their earnings have any correlation to their platform. I think their their superstar has a ton of correlation to their platform, and their superstar has to do with their earnings. But I don't think. The superstardom is the the key factor here. And I don't think it's the, the earnings at all. And I think that's where we differ. I don't think money has to do with their platform whatsoever. I doubt most of these guys truly actually donate a ton. Um, and it, it's, it's, if it is, no, none of us know about it. Like When was the last time? But that's
2: his point, though. That's his point. His point is that no one talks about what they do with the money that they earn, but with the status that they earn that is in direct
1: correlation with that money. But it's um, not the money. Why do you think their money has direct correlation to the status? So you think – so an, an MVP doesn't get you status of $40 million contract does? That's what you're referring to?
2: Yeah, I think anytime you have the weight where you can pull a press conference impromptu with a bunch of CNN or any sort of reporters, just because of who you are, and that's directly tied to the the amount of money you make as well. Even if it's two to three million dollars, if you're an athlete, you're highly visible and you can do that. Sully, if you had any take in sports ever, you would never be able to get ESPN to come interview you. But if I'm Jeremy Lin,
1: you think that that's the same standard? Yeah, but Jeremy Lynn doesn't even make a lot of money. Like that's like 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 that's well, yeah, but he,
2: but but he's a well known athlete. He's a I would say Yeah, but he's Jeremy a well known athlete. It's woman. not about
1: his money. He's a well known athlete. It's about, it's about the amount of people he can reach. It's not about the dollar value he has in his bank account. And, but they're and,
2: synonymous. Most athletes. They're not. Most athletes they're are really millionaires. Most athletes are Lin's, millionaires.
1: Jeremy Lynn's outreach is tenfold what Fernando Tatis' outreach is, and Fernando Tatis makes tenfold what Jeremy Lin makes. And I
2: would but, say that if Fernando Tatís wanted to pull a press conference he could to make yes, a controversial but statement. But again,
1: what I'm saying is the money has no correlation to it. Again, Jeremy Lin makes infinitely less money but holds more weight than Fernando Tatís. And and it's just because of his I don't celebrity. agree with that. Oh, bro, the amount of people Fernando... he reaches in China shits on every single fan alone Fernando Tatís has in the rest of the world. So yeah, but you're
2: comparing like, baseball to basketball at that point. I know you're, you're not I'm understanding
1: gonna, what I'm saying. But not understanding I, what I'm I don't playing. think you're understanding what I'm saying. Like I get celebrity gives you influence, but that's not direct correlation to your money, is my point. Like 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 Marcus Rashford, we brought him up, you know, the the guy in England, uh, the, the Manchester United soccer players doing fantastic things over there, um, helping feed all these these um, starving children. And it actually is getting a ton of pub and things like that. I mean, he's not insanely wealthy, like like I know he's yes stupid, he is, yes he, and is. yes,
2: he is insanely he's wealthy. He's not getting forty mil a year. He's not well, getting so more than get 40 mil at least. Marcus Radford is more popular worldwide than Jeremy Lynn. <laughs> I mean
1: let's I mean I don't think so. Again, I don't he's not. Just because China. China is the big differential there. Don't use Jeremy Lin. Just because China owns the – or Jeremy Lin owns the China market.
2: Manchester United is like top three fans in the world. No, I, I understand like,
1: that. But but every person in China is a Jeremy Lin fan, not every person in China. I mean I think – I don't know.
0: I don't know that that's the <laughs> case. I don't know that
1: that's the case.
0: And I think a lot of these arguments were brought up uh, on these posts, and I, I just want to reiterate that I think that a better example and an actual example of a double standard that exists is Jeremy Lynn could have said, why is it OK for a newspaper writer to share their political views, but it's not OK for an athlete? And in this case, we have two different groups doing the exact same thing, sharing their political views, but one of them is excoriated for it and one of them is not. That's a double standard. So he didn't use that example, though he used why is it if I make. But it lots doesn't of money? have to
2: be. But it doesn't. But a double standard doesn't have to be mutually exclusive to two individual groups or two individual players. You can hold somebody entities. as a, or two yeah or two entities. I mean, he, his premise is around earn. His premise isn't around being an NBA player. He earns money. He earns that platform, which to me are, again, synonymous. You just said they're two separate entities. No, I didn't say they're two separate entities. It's I true. said that they. That, that you, you don't get one without. You don't get one without the other.
0: What I'm trying to say is that earning is so subjective. To your point, right? Because he could say, yeah. "Well, I earn all these girlfriends." Well, I earn these cars. Well, I earn this house. So that's why it's not a double standard because there's not a true two things there that we're comparing. A double standard has to be two. But the identities.
2: way he said it, though. But the way he said it, though, was I mean he. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just – it's really just nitpicking his his verbiage at this point. I mean, it's it, And, that's, it just,
0: what, and that's, the that's what I did. I, well, I mean, on.
1: so when LeBron builds that school and, and does all that and he gets all this praise, well, I mean, what? Where's what? The, where's the double standard there?
2: What would be the What do you thing?
1: mean? I'm just saying – China? China? His views on China?
0: That's well, only like a double standard. Huh? Yeah. So, uh, my, say, my,
1: my whole thing is like we're, we're giving him all that praise for that too. So if we don't agree with what he says out loud, I'm going to give people him a, know. Like, like more so people remember LeBron for China
2: than they remember LeBron for building schools. I would argue. I don't know about that. Yeah. I
1: don't think either. I would argue
2: for that. So I mean, I, I see. I see, I literally have seen political posts with like LeBron James, you know, dressed in a communist China. Um, That's amazing. Outfit. Like I've literally seen stuff like that. I mean, the, the, you know, there's a strong political correlation to, you know, the usage of LeBron James' views on China being synonymous with like the left now. I mean, the Republicans use that all the time.
0: Yeah, I, I, don't, I still don't think it's a double standard though, because again, I think it's. I, I find a hard time with the double standard thing. He went to Harvard. Part. I know he exactly. He
2: went to Harvard. He went to Harvard. That was your, oh. to Harvard? listen. That's the other he argument I can't stand
0: is people bringing up what the college the guy went to. Like it actually matters in some sense, you know? They're like, "Oh, well, you know, Jeremy Lynn went to Harvard, so I think he might know more about the English language than you." He went for economics, goddamn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he can do my taxes for me, but he doesn't mean he <laughs> knows. I went to school to be an English major, at Eastern Connecticut State, but because it's not Harvard, I know less about English than he does because he got an economics degree from Harvard. Come on now, <laughs> you know, it's, it really has no matter. Bearing whatsoever where you went to college, I actually know Harvard professors that are dumber than some high school dropouts. No joke, not an exaggeration. I really know people who are high school dropouts that are smarter than Harvard professors that teach those kids like Jeremy Lin, who's not a professor.
1: I do too. My brother's a high school dropout and he's a double doctorate engineer. So I mean, uh, yeah. In any case, I, I again, I mean, we're arguing semantics about what he said. Um, I don't necessarily. Disagree with his point. To be fair, um, I do think we we hold more light. To they, yeah, we hold more light to what they say because you shouldn't be say, like don't. And when I say this, you shouldn't be talking about anything you're you're not educated on. In my opinion, when it when you have that type of platform, and you know, and that's why I think they get so scrutinized about what they say. And, and I mean, by all means they should. And also when you donate money to a cause, it's not like you're donating most of the time. There's there's nothing wrong with that cause. Like it's tough to nitpick when he builds a school for, for kids who can't go to school or, you know, it's tough to nitpick when he feeds an entire city and things like that. You're not going to find anything wrong with that. Obviously you're going to get a thousand amounts of praise when you come out and you say a statement that, for one sounds ignorant and uneducated and half the country doesn't believe in, you're going to get a lot of hate. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think again, these, these guys need to realize that that just because they have an opinion doesn't mean we have to agree with it.
2: Yeah. But I mean, Jeremy Lin's point is, I mean, he, he, there is validity in his point because of the way that we interpret everything because of the amount of weight. Anytime a celebrity or athlete says something people gravitate towards it. It's all part of celeb culture. It's been around forever.
1: I just realized I had, you, like, you had a new background. You're throwing me off, man. Where's the Liverpool stuff? I literally, that oh, literally just su- hit me. Like, I'm sorry. I to- had
2: to um, – I know it's okay. I had to switch ADD rooms. Uh, no, no, no. It's okay. I had to switch rooms because um, for whatever reason, my Wi-Fi was choppy, so I'm closer to the router.
1: Yeah, you were getting choppy at a point. But, but yeah. you, you can just replace the Liverpool banner right there. Actually, leave that shit out. Well, yeah, I mean, I, w- well, I, a new background I would. Too. Yeah, but you have a new yeah, background. What is that? Time.
0: That's yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah, a, why? Because the All-Star game is this weekend, and it's in Indianapolis.
1: Oh. Oh, it's in Indianapolis?
2: Why did I think it was in Miami? Because it idiot. should
1: always be in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> a, it, yeah. Because why is the game in Indianapolis? Like, right. Indiana
0: is the home of basketball.
1: Who cares? No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Well, Maybe. I
0: mean, technically Massachusetts, but I mean, Indiana is like.
1: I mean, who? No, mecca. Miami is the mecca for basketball. Oh, you Chicago. would say North Carolina. North, I, would say yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. I would say North Carolina. Honestly, I, I would think Mexico Chicago. America. Chicago, I think, is also I think more as a basketball city. Personally, Indi-
0: well, Indiana wait, is no, the yeah. basketball. Indiana, Indiana. Texas is the football.
1: Yeah. Okay, way and,
2: off. And way. Florida, off. And North, Florida, North Florida, Carolina is, is the basketball pinnacle. Uh, Wake Forest, NC State. North Carolina University, Duke University. I mean, do you want me to go to some of the smaller schools who are also tournament teams? As I want well? you to take like, back some of those schools, Don't Davidson. Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, like Davidson. I can keep Listen, going.
0: I've always referred as a basketball player, lifelong. I've always referred to Mecca. If we're going to be using metaphorically, I've always referred to Mecca as Rucker Park. I mean, that's yeah. the Mecca. Of basketball. That is. the yeah. um, But maybe for I'm the N
1: one mixtape tour. Uh, well, no, oh, even general. the NBA guys love to go there and play Yeah, you,
0: you, I feel like as a basketball player I have to make that journey to Harlem To play at Rucker Park at some point um, I, I may be way past my prime now So maybe not
1: 45 year old Wayne Showing up there <laughs> Tight fitting extra small yeah. Duke uniform He used to wear when he was yeah.
0: 25 Some knee high strike stops
1: Looking like uh, Damn what's the dude from a long came Polly? Yeah,
0: um, uh,
1: he just died. Hoffman, Hoffman. yeah, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman raindrops.
2: Philip Seymour Hoffman, that'd be Wayne at Rucker Park, yeah, exactly. Um,
0: but no, so uh, Indiana, though, like I can say Indiana is to basketball, that's Texas to football. It's Indiana is huge with basketball, it is. um, but anyway, so. But that's neither here nor there. The All-Star Game, we can talk about a little bit if you guys want. Nick actually wanted to talk about the All-Star Game. Full disclosure about some of the stuff that goes on behind the curtain. We should call this behind-the-curtain episode. Is I wanted to talk about the two things we just talked about, and Nick wanted to talk about more boring things, like who <laughs> LeBron picked first in the NBA All-Star Draft. Well, um, I thought what I
2: said, but I said it's <laughs> definitely more interesting <laughs> to talk about Greg McDermott or Jeremy
1: Lynn. I mean, uh, we could talk about Chris Sims rating Zach Wilson as his number
0: one overall quarterback. Oh, it's Chris. Oh, that's Chris Simza. Exactly.
1: What, he also, yeah. to be fair, he has Zach Wilson, um, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Kellen Mond at four, and then wow. Justin Fields at five.
2: Hmm. Well, I like the Justin Fields at five take. I don't
1: hate that. I, the only issue is there's no way. I don't think. I don't. Where's Trey Lance? Um, he's another running back who's playing quarterback.
2: Is that where he has tra- Trey Lance?
1: Oh, I don't know where he has. He, he didn't. I only saw his top five. I, I hope he has Trey Lance at like seven or eight. Um, I
2: don't know. I, tra- I think Trey Lance could be like a bigger version of Russell Wilson. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, if he could learn how to throw the football. Yeah.
2: I mean, what do you mean, learning to throw? He, guy, okay. Trey Lance is a guy who literally has thrown one interception in his life, one interception in his life. And it happened this year in a meaningless COVID game. Uh, he never I mean, threw an it, interception in high school. Never threw one in
1: college. Yeah, but he doesn't throw the ball. That's the problem. I mean, yeah, uh, of course he does. Well, his he numbers does. Are great. He, I mean, he throws a good ball, just not an accurate one. Um, he has a he has a very live arm. He's just not accurate at all. He can't make reads past his first read. Um, he doesn't know how to play in a pro style offense, um, and he will always, for now, want to run the ball first, which he's incredibly good at. It's insane. You could. LeBron or Lamar Jackson has shown that you can scheme an offense around a running back at quarterback and you can get away with a lot of things if you can, you know, scheme certain plays and and use his athletic ability to his advantage. I mean, he's a faster, better throwing Tim Tebow, but he's also like, that's what you're going to get until you mold him into a quarterback, in my opinion.
0: I think that the Lamar Jackson, I mean, Lamar Jackson threw for 300 yards a game his last year at Louisville. You know, Tim Tebow has like the third highest passer rating in NCAA history. So the whole one interception thing, I've watched the highlights and he he is a Lamar Jackson NFL. He'll carry the ball 25 times and throw the ball 10 times. Kind of
1: 100%. If he he ever throws the ball more than 20 times in an NFL game, they're going to lose that game. I mean I don't know. I I think I I, right think now, I think
2: he's got Russell Wilson I think he's got Russell Wilson potential and I think he's as big as Cam Newton but to your point can run like Lamar Jackson.
1: Not quite. I mean he's only like 6'3" but he's he's built like Newton. He's very stocky. Well, he's he's, he's, built he's like he's two, listed 6'4"
2: 230.
1: He's not. So he, he's most likely going to be 6'3" 230. Uh I mean again, he's built like a house. You don't right. he's a, built like a guy that you don't want to get hit by. But at the same time, as a quarterback, you can't go around using that weight. Like, you can't. Well, like, you can now. No, you can't. You, you you hit your shoulder wrong one time, you're out for the season. You can't do that. Like, you can't. That's why Cam Newton's a, a not a good player anymore. You can't uh, physically abuse your body like that. If you take 200 hits or more as a quarterback, you will fail over time. It's it's a proven track record. You will fail. Um, well, then Pat Mahomes is probably going to fail. Takes quite a bit. Because he's not a takes running quarterback. A he's never taken 200 he hits. takes a lot. He's never he takes taken a lot of 100. hits. He's never taken I don't even think he's taken over 100 honestly in a, in his in a season.
2: He takes a, he's taking a lot of big hits. Pat Mahomes is taking a lot of big hits. I don't know. He did in the Super Bowl too. He took two in the Super Bowl. I mean he's pressured 52 times, 52% no, know, of snaps,
1: two big hits. Like for the rest of the time he's fallen down. I mean, quarterbacks know how to get hurt in the in, when they're not in the pocket. Outside of the pocket and you're 230, you want to run into a linebacker. Go ahead, bro, you're going to get hurt.
2: Well, I mean, I I don't know. I'm just saying. I think Trey Lance doesn't get a lot of credit, and I think Justin, I, I
1: think I think Fields does. Um, I, I don't know. I su- he throws a better ball. He's a better he's a better NFL ready quarterback. I let's put it this way. And I even said this on the mock draft we did. I have tra- I, Trey Lance has a higher ceiling than pretty much anybody in this draft, not named Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. I think his ceiling's incredible because he's he's, he's got the, arguably the most live arm in the, in the draft, and obviously his running ability is something that's coveted in the league right now. But, I mean, until he can – I mean, if you can't run an offense and make reads and, and go about your progressions, I, I'm sorry. You're just not going to succeed in this league. And that's not to say he can't eventually learn those things, but I, I don't see him – like, let's say that I don't see him stepping on the field and being close to anything Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow were day one.
0: Well, I mean,
2: that, but I don't think uh, – what were you going to say, Wayne? Sorry.
0: Uh, and I was kind of going because he mentioned Zach Wilson. I was going to say Mel Kuyper came out and said that anybody who takes Zach Wilson above Sam Darnold's an idiot. Um, and I was curious to get your take because I know you have Wilson so high.
1: Um I think Wilson's ceiling is much higher than Sam Donald. I was a m- huge, huge, huge fan of Sam Donald coming out, and and I really thought he could make and still can make any NFL throw on the field, which I think is very important as a quarterback. He can go from far hash and make that far out throw, and and it's a it's a dime laser good throw. Um, his issue has been, again, I think. A little bit of lack of talent and lack of help but he doesn't look like he's figured out the game in my opinion he still looks like a guy who's you know year one essentially and and still trying to figure out what's going on um and that very well may happen to zach wilson i think zach wilson has more tools in his tool belt than sam Darnold does
2: how many i mean it's funny it's funny uh what struck what stuck with me was when you said that um Sam Darnold, it just feels like he's in his first year, and I agree with that, but partly because how many head coaches has this kid played for? I agree, and different offenses. How, how many times have they changed the system on this kid? I don't think that – I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Sam Darnold's going to be better or is better than 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 Wilson. I mean, that, that that's tough. That's a gamble that the Jets need to make. But I, I've said from the very beginning that I think – The Jets need to do a better job at surrounding him with talent. I mean, because either way you take Wilson with the second pick and you're committing your future to a guy that you are putting into a really shit situation. So it's like, why not, why not try to see what you can get out of Darnold by putting some talent around him. And then if it doesn't work, you go grab a veteran and draft somebody next year because you're going to be terrible anyway. So you'll get a high pick, you know, it's just like, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think you I, – I think you give Sam Darnold talent. If I'm the Jets, I'm giving Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold some talent. I'm giving him some level of continuity on offense, and I'm,
1: you know, I, I'm, I'm seeing what I can get out of him. I don't well, disagree I, with that strategy. I just – I don't know.
0: I know that Sully made the point before that if you do that, let's say Sam Darnold, you surround him with a little bit of talent. He shows flashes of what he can be. Well, now you've got to pay him $30 million a year. Yeah. You know. Whereas, I don't
2: think
1: you have you to dra- pay him that though. If you draft well, a that's easily going rate for, for an average quarterback right now. is thirty mil. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I don't 25. know. Yeah. who is
2: Tannehill? Who is
1: Tannehill? Oh, Tan- yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, but if, it, if yeah, he comes but it, up, but it's the next contract, so he's going to get more than twenty five. They can franchise him. They could, but then he's well, getting way 35. more than twenty five. <laughs> Uh, then he's getting 35, 40. So I, I agree. But that's I think that's where you run into the problem. And and this, the, the playbook to success nowadays, which the Jets can't even accomplish to your point, is get a rookie quarterback and try to win in that five year span, um, because when he's on his rookie deal, that's your best shot of winning. Your championship essentially, because then you can load your roster. Now, but
2: I don't think the Jets can win. I mean, the exactly. Jets aren't there. You, you don't know that that To hard. your point, yeah.
1: the Jets aren't within yeah. five years of winning a championship anyway. So, but I mean, my whole thing is, you know, just because you got one lottery ticket doesn't mean you don't buy another one. And this one has less numbers to match, in my opinion. And with Sam, so Bruno, you don't Zach Wilson. Match, so you don't really,
2: up? so you don't really like Zach Wilson.
1: I do. I like him a lot. I think he's So you like you,
2: so you like him that you want him to go and have a terrible career with the New York Jets.
1: I see, but I think that's I mean that's saying a lot <laughs> I think you thought the same situation about Joe Burrow. I don't think anybody thought Joe Burrow was in a great situation. And and well I, I did. I mean, seeing him now, I think I mean I think he has ability to lead that to Cincinnati out of the basement per se and be a, and they be had, a he, he had he had
2: Higgins, he had he had Boyd, well, he, did, he, he had
1: draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mixon. Uh, Green I mean, has like, that I, Green's I, played a snap. Joe Mixon's well, I'm just saying, there was some guy. player in the NFL. I love Tyler Boyd. I'll, I'll sing Tyler Boyd's praise to the ceiling. Um, T Higgins has shown me wrong and he's actually been able to succeed in the NFL where I didn't think he would. Um, so don't get me wrong. I think they have a lot of pieces, but that's not to say the Jets can't either. The Jets go out and add Will Fuller and sign, I don't know, whatever the 12 running backs are on free agency, and then um, get Zach Wilson and maybe sign a, a free agent lineman. You know, I don't know. And then get another lineman with one of their other picks. then then And then Sam Darnold trade gets them something. You know, things can happen to where that team could come out of said basement very quickly. I think you have more of a chance to succeed in five years with Zach Wilson than you do with Sam Darnold. And it's a cheaper option. That's my only argument.
0: I think the what the Jets have going for them is that they play in New York, so no matter how bad they are, guys want to play in New York.
1: Well, I don't know about that anymore. Um, Like they, I think they they do do have an issue getting. Like they have to pay for their free agents for the most part. I do think they're going to have an easier time now. Now that Tom Brady's out of the division, I do think more people will start to come there because with Tom Brady in that division, you're never winning it. That division's kind of open now. I don't think it's too open because I think Josh Allen's a stud, and I think he's going to kind of reign over that division for a while. Um, but uh, you know, they at least have a shot, so I think that's where they can go with that. Well, I think I if mean,
2: Tom Brady was on the Patriots last year, they don't touch the playoffs either. They probably don't get seven wins. But I mean, I I don't know.
1: I don't disagree there. Um, uh, to to just a pigeon or coattail off that and the. Post you made, Wayne, about the stats that Cam Newton had to Tom Brady and their comparable stats. And then my cousin, actually, Vince, I love you, chimed in and said, Yeah, well, what about the wins? And one was 12 and four and the other was seven and nine. Um, the Patriots ranked 27th in yards allowed and points allowed this year. Last year, they were like, I think. Those were Tom
0: Brady's stats is last year with the Patriots, not with the Buccaneers.
1: No, I know. Yeah, right. the years with the Patriots. Two years ago with the Patriots, and they were, what were they? That year. They were twelve and four, right? Yeah. And then the next year with Cam Newton, they were seven and nine. Well, the year with Cam Newton last year, they were twenty seventh in defense in points in yards allowed and twenty seventh in defense in points allowed. The year with time. I don't Brady, think they, they were
2: that bad defensively. I
1: don't I just think they were look. that bad I literally just last looked last year. Yeah, I last just year. Look. Yes. Patriots
2: had like a top ten defense or top fifteen defense last year.
1: Bro, I literally just looked yesterday. I'm telling you, Wayne
2: and I have had this conversation. The Patriots had a top fifteen defense with Cam Newton last year. Belichick's never going to run out a twenty something ranked defense. Give me a break.
1: Yeah. Twenty sixth in points for. Yeah, uh, but what's total defense?
0: Well, what's points against?
1: I mean, that, though? I mean, the points against are twenty sixth in points, and I don't look like at total defense, so. I look at yards and then points allowed.
2: Well, total defense is going to incorporate turnovers, which I think is a very. good I know, but stat. I don't. I
1: mean, again, I'm I'm saying they were 27th in points allowed. And I don't know. Uh, but I'm literally I'm looking at it.
0: Either way, well, I had pointed out on that I'm post. Looking
1: at it right now, they they allowed 22.1 points per game.
2: That's not. That's not. Oh, this crazy. is backwards.
1: I'm an idiot.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's not 22. I'm like (laughs) 22. Like the cheat. Yeah, the Washington led the league at like 17. How could they be 26 with
1: 22? I'm an idiot. Um, They were. They were pretty bad in yards per allowed. But yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, but that's
2: always been. That's been symbolic of a of a lot of defenses that they've still been super highly ranked. I mean, they were like. Weren't they like in the bottom? Weren't, they were like bottom in the Philly Super Bowl year. They anyway, were like the point still stands, the
1: point still stands. They that the year they were uh, they were mid rank for yards, and uh, I think it was now seventh for points allowed. The year with Tom Brady, they were first in points allowed and first in yards allowed. Right. So I mean, that's where you're twelve and four, and that's where you're seven and nine. Um, I think that's that's the point. I mean, that's the overall point I was making. My apologies. The for, defense?
2: You're saying the defense?
1: Yes, the defense with Tom Brady was first in points allowed and first in yards allowed. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and this you. year with Cam Newton, they were like 17th in yards allowed and like eighth in points allowed. And
2: that's well, the difference Brady's last, for, between well, five, Brady's, five, last, uh, Brady's last 10 games in New England, he was four and six.
0: Well, my. I mean, my, I, my I,
1: again, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying that, like, that's the argument. Giving, giving Tom Brady the credit for those wins is not what you should be doing because that defense is really the reason they were losing games this year. Uh, I mean uh, the reason they were winning games that year.
0: So, and I was saying the point of the post was how to lie with statistics, which is one of my favorite sayings because they're using statistics in that post to kind of show that Cam Newton was a better quarterback this past year than Brady was that last year that he played in New England. And I was like, well, it doesn't show passing yards. It doesn't show touchdowns. It doesn't show interceptions because Cam Newton had like two touchdowns and nine interceptions or something stupid passing. You know, he ran for all his touchdowns this year. So Cam Newton really was the reason they were seven and nine. I mean, if they had a serviceable quarterback back there, I think they get 10 wins. Um, even with all their options, yes. I mean obviously this year they get all the guys coming back. It'll be it'll be nice. Um, and cap think-
2: space. They got a lot of
0: cap space. And I do think they're gonna cut Dante H- Hightower, so that's gonna be another ten million in cap space on top of what they have.
2: I said defensive captain. That's interesting. A lot of big cuts though, potentially. Yeah,
1: there's gonna be a lot of big cuts here coming up. A lot of big cuts. A lot of teams are close to that cap number and they're and they're gonna get I mean, not even close to it. They're way over it. So
0: but that's kind of the point of uh, why you should, guys should be following us on Facebook, and is we post this stuff, you can argue with us on it. Um, I usually post stuff to generate arguments, and uh, it usually does a pretty good job. Like I said, this past week I had those two: the Cam Newton one, and then the Jeremy Lin one. Jeremy Lin sparked, one, yeah, yeah, sparked uh, you know forty five hundred reactions, uh, <laughs> you know, via comments and you know, likes, dislikes, and stuff. Hey, let's um, get it. So we just gotta find something. If you guys have something controversial you want us to talk about, we're more than happy to do that. We do have a few minutes left, and. What are, what are you
1: doing? I dropped my headset. All right. It uh, my head. that shit was I lame. thought you were like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, I mean. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no, sorry. I, w- I did want to touch on the All-Star game because it is this weekend. Uh, not so much the LeBron thing. Nick pointed out the lopsided uh, Rising Stars game, which yeah. I don't understand why we do this. Like, in baseball, you know. have USA versus the world. It makes sense because so many guys come from the Dominican right. or from Japan. Yeah, or
2: yeah, yeah. Puerto Rico, but, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah,
0: but, like, in this case, we've got the USA versus the world and the rising stars, and the USA roster is Zion, Morant, LaMelo, Anthony Edwards, Halliburton, <laughs> Harrow, Keldon uh, Johnson, Michael Porter Jr., and Wiseman. And then the world has uh, Precious, Ashua, um, RJ Barrett, and Ryu Hashimura. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's gonna be a yeah. slot.
1: I mean in past years it's yeah. different because I mean you had like Doncic on the Luka. world team and Luka. and, um, and Giannis. Giannis on the world team and then Porzingis on the world team, you know, back when he wasn't in Porzingis
2: inter-
1: <laughs> I mean he was still ball- I mean when he first came out, guy was a baller. He's still a baller. I mean he's still demanding multiple first round picks and things like that. The guy's still a baller, he's just an injury case. But my point um, being that, like, the world team has been stacked in years past. This is just a time where the USA team is stacked right now. And so deal with it.
0: Well, I don't understand. I'm going, going to see.
1: Too.
2: I'm you going to see. see speaking of LaMelo, I'm going to see uh, April 11th because it's 50% capacity in North Carolina. I'm going to see LaMelo play Trey Young in the Hawks.
1: Nice. I'm going <laughs> to, Man, to check so out.
2: i see, uh, see LaMelo live.
1: Baseball here coming pretty soon. Big,
2: yeah, yeah just, but anyway, yeah, so the Rising Star Challenge is, is uh, I mean, it's it, this year, it's going to be. I always like look forward to it more in the all star game. It seems like those guys compete a lot harder, um, in that game, and it also gives you a little bit of like a glimpse into the future, I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, aside from that, the regular all star game is just like, and now so they're big, doing like the contest. Uh, yeah they're doing the dunk contest at like halftime or like I don't
1: know. Zion opted out of the dunk contest. Biggest mistake of his career. Yeah. It's the but, only thing he does. Well, I, it's only <laughs> now he's just going to get the tag that like, bro, you're just afraid of it. Like, and I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's such See, a bad only thing. He does well. It's like literally what he's known for. That's, I mean, that's what he's known for. How are you not? Oh, I'm so mad. He's not doing the dunk contest. I actually, it's funny.
2: Cause you brought up Zion. So Wayne, I have to, um, I was talking to a buddy down here. He's a big NBA fan. Um, uh, you know, he used to write for, like, Fan Sided or whatever, you know, like the the, the blog posts or whatever. And um, strictly on NBA, actually. And he made the comment to me that, like, he, he's been impressed with Zion. And I hold a lot of what he says with a lot of weight. So he was like, he's been, you know, he's like, i am been impressed. That he's a lot better than I thought he was going to be. And I was like, okay, like, what's the caveat? And he was like, well, I would just say that, like, I think this is Zion's ceiling. Like, you're not going to, Zion's never going to be the type of guy who gets better than what we're seeing right now. Like, he'll either stay at this level and be consistent at it, or, you know, health is always going to be a question with him. We'll catch up to him over time. And I thought that that was probably the most fair assessment.
1: I mean, but if he stays the same right now and he's scoring 30 while shooting <laughs> 17 to 18, I mean, like, that's a, that's a Hall of Fame player. So. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah,
2: for sure. But I, yeah. I think it's. Like I, I mean, I don't disagree.
1: Be- I don't think he's ever he going to be justify- a guy who steps back and hits threes and 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 owns an offense. His and is the main like he's never going to be the main ball handler. and Things like that. I I agree with you there. I will He's won't never going to be your yeah. He's never going to be your number one your, your your number one option on a championship team. I don't See, know. I think he could be if you it depends on who you surround him with. Yeah, I think it depends if you surround him. You know him who with- his
2: game. His game complements. You know. You know. First of all, I, I like I'll Jeff say.
1: But Steph Curry's yeah. can't everyone. So
2: Yeah, well, I, I wasn't gonna say Steph Curry. I, honestly he'd probably be better off playing with a guy like Ja.
1: He'd be oh, great playing
2: with be. a guy like LaMelo. Can yeah. I mean, you imagine LaMelo ball with with Zah- Luca is another great okay. example? But like those guys would have to carry him. Do you see what I'm saying? Like so he, he would obviously t- contribute.
0: I think we talked about this full episode where I said that him and Ja would be the perfect puzzle pieces yeah. to fit together because of the I don't think exact they'd be perfect. Thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they'd be perfect, but I think they'd be really good. I think perfect is Lamelo Ball and Zion Williamson.
1: I think I actually personally, I mean, if we're going perfect world, I think it's Luca. But I, I don't think I think Lamelo fits better too, just because he can uh, he can spread the floor a little more. You know, I mean, he's shooting mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. forty percent three now, which is insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so I think I think that's why because Ja for all his greatness still isn't elite three point shooter um you know he can hit 32 percent or whatever he's sitting now which is I mean it's serviceable for your second year I'm I'm not going to knock him as being a bad three-point shooter because he's not um I right. just don't think I'd call him elite whereas you know Luca and no. Bello is is proving to be an elite three-point shooter right now until he does well
2: Luca's not really an elite three-point shooter Luca's thing is like if
1: not a consistent three yeah. it's not a,
2: he's not even a consistent three-point shooter it's just Luca hits those big shots when he needs to yeah. He's like right. one of
1: those Enigma type let's players. Say, I think let's say this. I think if if you're guarding Luca harder at the three point line than you are John Moran, I guess.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah for
1: sure. That's for that's sure. kind of the point I'm making. So that leaves floor yeah. open for Zion.
0: And I've said yeah, that yeah, yeah. I think that That's Zion fair. can carry a team uh, to a championship because he reminds me of like a Carl Malone type player. Carl Malone in his entire career never developed a shot outside of twelve feet either. Um, he just happened to be surrounded by guys like Hornacek and Stockton and a big man. And, and if you surround Zion with pieces where he can score 25, 27 points a game, get ten rebounds, but everybody else chips was in a little Karl bit Malone, too.
2: Was Carl Malone the guy though on Utah? He was was League MVP he better than Stockton? Yeah.
0: He shouldn't have been. been He
1: shouldn't have been, I agree. But, I mean, to to say that the fact that he was even in consideration, I think, points to the fact that he was the number one option on that team. But that was a perfect storm. That was with John Stockton, with a guy who wanted to be unselfish, who wanted to do things like that? Who could shoot the lights out the ball, but never wanted to shoot? And then, like you modern said, modern
2: point guard, yeah, modern yeah, point, don't point play guard, like isn't going to do that.
1: Yeah, so I think right. that's where, like it, it's it's not going to work. The guy who's touching the ball now wants to score all the points and have his name in the lights. To be fair,
2: just and like again, modern to, and 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 Wayne again to your point, just be, it's like because modern
1: modern NBA big men are
2: not Carl Malone. Yes,
0: right. But he is very similar to Carl Malone. He, is very
1: he does have a similar game and and skill set to Carl Malone.
0: Except more athletic, right? He yeah,
1: plays more above the rim and I don't think has as a, I mean, Carl Malone's mid range jumper is something Zion Williamson strives to be. So
0: Right. He's twenty. I mean
1: yeah. <clears throat> I, I no, I'm just saying that's what he strives to be at that point. And if he gets to that point, then maybe he could be a league MVP. But at this point I don't think anybody's afraid of his mid range jumper. Um and and, and you know, so I think again, that's where he's going to have to succeed. He's going to have to develop a game outside of the basket and not just those insanely high percentage shots. Um, otherwise, it, I don't think he'll ever reach the point that me and Wayne think he has at least the ability to reach.
0: And, and what I was trying to say to Nick is that I feel like Nick is kind of knocking him for saying, well, you have to build a certain type of team around him for him to succeed. I'm like, but that's everybody. They just need different pieces, you know. And, and I think that's not a my
2: point, though. That's all my point, to, though.
0: So LeBron, in a sense, listen—that you know, John Moran is never going to be a guy that can carry a team to the championship unless he has good guys around him, because not everybody's LeBron James. I LeBron James. I wouldn't would make 11, LeBron, 11, LeBron
2: James. Oh, oh my god, anybody with him? Yeah, you mean any top five talent? I mean,
1: He did leave that Cleveland team of bums, bro. Like, come on.
2: And out of the East, where you're playing the bottom. Friggin' four teams are under five hundred. I mean, I'm not impressed by that. Sorry. I mean, I'm just. I'm I'm not impressed by LeBron. I'm impressed by the
1: East. I'm impressed by that.
0: Um, Twenty-three years old. The second best player on the team is Daniel Gibson.
1: Yeah, I was impressed by that. I agree. It it, in his latter part of his career, um, and even not even the latter. Even with that, it's and it's again. It's more that. Oh, you mean the time he started winning. Oh, no. The time I time mean, he started winning he was, is what you're saying. Like. He was winning in other places. But again, um, I, Win, just, what? I think every player needs another player. So I'm not going to discount LeBron for going. But with- I would
2: never say that. My whole thing is you're never going to build a team around Zion. You can build a team around John Morant, but you're never going to build a team around Zion. You're going to try to place Zion in a situation like, he does, my whole thing is he wasn't deserving of being the number one pick in retrospect, in hindsight, anything. I realize he's put up crazy numbers. It's on a really bad team. It's actually not on a really bad team. It's just a team that doesn't work well together. Um, and I don't think you could justify taking Zion Williamson over John ja Morant because now it's like Ja will carry a team with the right p- pieces in place. Zion has to be a piece in place to a really good team. You See, wouldn't build around him.
1: I think you could again I, the same way you build around Ja, I think you could build around Zion. You get a you get an unselfish point guard who can shoot. You get a, a two guard who can score, and you get a big man who can defend the rim. And you've got a team where Zion can be your number one scorer. And and that's it. never going to
2: happen. But that's why never, not a championship team? Never I, not I, a championship. Why
1: not? Team. You put you put Clay Thompson and a a, a late age Clay Thompson who can still get twenty. And I don't know who's a who's a unselfish. No, we don't know. We don't
2: know. We don't I know. I know. I'm just saying that we really don't know. A good who's an unselfish
1: sense? point guard that we like that wouldn't overshadow um, Conley. Yeah, I don't think he's good enough. Why? He's an all star. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's good enough, though. Um, but again, Kyle
0: Lowry. About- <laughs> oh. Yeah. All fat team together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: I think we just take Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Zion uh, but again, I mean, saying- I think you could build around, like, like to say that you can only build around Jaw and not around Zion, I, I, I just don't agree with that argument. I think it's easier to build around Jaw. Um, than it is to build around Zion, but I don't think that means you can't build around Zion. I just think it's much, much, much harder to find a point guard that isn't unselfish in this day and age, and I think that's where your your issues lie. It's easier right, to have well, a, Wayne. It's easier to have a big man be your number two than it is to have a big man be your number one.
2: Wayne, when was the last time a big man led team won a championship?
1: Uh, Last Tim Duncan, year, Spurs. When uh, well, yeah, if you count Davis, Davis but... and the Lakers won the championship, but
0: LeBron's still a top five player. So I mean, all right, so we we'll top okay. five players,
1: well, let's call let, and okay, LeBron's so, technically we'll, a we'll forward, use... forward and a big man. I know, I know, we don't want to get you... in that discussion. I know what you mean by big man. I know what you mean.
2: <laughs> so is AD? AD is basically a no. I know, and AD is a forward and a big man. Well, all right, AD so let's let, let's use Tim Duncan. We'll use Tim Duncan. Prior to Tim Duncan. Who is the last player most similar to Zion that you could build a team around and win a championship? Carl Malone. Carl Karl- Malone. Okay, so 1998, games changed a little bit. No, Sorry, and I agree. No, 100%. Charles <laughs> and Charles Barkley. Yeah.
1: And Charles Barkley. I mean, Hakeem yeah. won. Game- with a big I mean, Shaquille O'Neal got three, right? Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal got three. Hakeem. Yeah, but the, g- but the game
2: isn't tailored towards – No, I know. Hakeem only
1: won, won when, when Jordan left. So um, – you know, I I get that. Um, so I'm just saying that was a lot those are the times big men led teams won um championships. Shaq yeah, won was three, the but they were with Kobe. 90s, 90s.
0: Oh. Building, building around Tim Duncan, I think, is similar to how you would have to build around Zion. And I'm not saying that Zion's Tim Duncan because he's not. I mean, Tim Duncan was a 15-time first-team all-defense, yeah. you know, and he was 11 rebounds per game guy, and Zion averages six. I know? mean, I so, don't think yeah.
1: there's an argument to best power forward yeah. all the time, in my opinion.
0: But, that said, I think you build around him the same way, which is surrounding him with guys who can like shoot. Like a
1: Ginobili. Yeah, Manu Ginobili, and Tony, Tony Parker, Park Robert not But you can't
0: though because
2: favorite. that team... You, but but you—it's not even because of this day. But you can't because of how much of a liability Zion is defensively.
1: Mm-hmm. Tim, Duncan, Tim Duncan. Tim exactly. Duncan was the Tim Duncan
2: was the anchor defensively.
1: You have to get a rim protecting big if you if you're yeah. like that's like that's why I mentioned it. You've got to get a an unselfish right. point guard, a shooting two, and a and a rim protecting big. You have to if you're. building right. mean, So
2: I you mean, basically need an entirely new team. So you basically need an entirely
1: new team. Oh, Whereas new-,
2: go-
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. new Orleans isn't that actually, team. Actually, yeah, new Orleans- I think Lonzo Ball is the perfect point guard to actually work with him. Um, I agree. And, I agree. So why and, don't you work? Uh, well, multiple reasons. <laughs> I think you move Brandon Ingram for Clay Thompson and James Wiseman. And <laughs>
2: Clay
0: Thompson,
1: <laughs> and and boom, and yeah. boom, you've got you've got something to work yeah, with we'll, there.
0: We'll move JJ for Gobert, and now we got and then you him. got a team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. think I think Brandon Wingham is worth more than than Clay Thompson right now.
0: Uh, I think I Brandon
1: Wingham, Williamson. Oof, I don't. Know. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think he's worth more than Clay and James Wiseman obviously but
2: All right, I all mean, right, real quick Wayne. Last well, let's do predictions on the All-Star game. Who's going to win? Team LeBron or Team Durant?
0: Uh i take Team LeBron. I, I was actually going to ask you guys if the over under was 496.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is the is- over? Is that the Vegas line? Is that the oh, Vegas
0: line? <laughs> that's the crazy <laughs> this doesn't sound unreasonable. It's actually probably No, it doesn't. It's, it's probably like 400 or like 380. Let me check it real quick. No. Because I think last Here year was like one ninety six to one eighty seven or something. And it's every year they play less defense.
2: It's gotta be it's to be Team LeBron. Like they, there's no way they don't win, right?
0: but uh, I mean, there could be ways. They don't no, win. Over either. under
2: the game
1: is only three oh eight.
0: Wow, I'd take the over on that all day long. I take the started over at, on
2: that game.
1: it started at three oh seven and within fifteen minutes was bet up to three oh eight.
0: <laughs> An all star <laughs> game with no fans in the last game yeah. it was like four hundred. Yeah, I'm taking the over.
1: I know we don't talk yeah. about it a lot, but if you guys watch, if any of our fans watch UFC, and I know this isn't live, so never mind. But man, that fight tonight's going to be a bonkers fight, dude. It's going to be good. Adesanya oh. has the chance to be the lightest light heavyweight champion ever. He only weighs 200 pounds, and he's fighting a guy who's going to walk into the ring at like 230. So it's going to be a good-ass fight.
0: I appreciate everybody tuning in. Obviously, uh, follow us on social media. We are available uh, on Facebook at infinity sports podcast on instagram at infinity sports podcast and on twitter at sports infinity five we are also available on itunes spotify stitcher and amazon music if you choose to listen to the podcast and obviously on facebook just pick your favorite clip i guess and um you know or watch the whole thing but mostly if you want to listen to it it's there i appreciate these guys uh filling in and and going with topics that not everyone was thrilled about and uh i kind of played the dictator role and i was like well i want to so that's what we're doing
1: (laughs) i mean you know (laughs) It's your plantation, right? That's right. No <laughs> <laughs> right, leaving the it's plantation.
0: <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Agreed. right. <laughs> oh man, uh, when we end up getting famous, uh, this show is gonna get released, and I'm gonna get canceled, man.
0: Uh, Kenny, uh, what do you think about the use of the term plantation? It's over. <laughs> it's over.